Growth Igniters Radio, episode 28, Why CEOs Need to Be Engaged in Cybersecurity. This episode is brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated, enabling successful leaders and companies to accelerate to their next level of growth. On the web at businessadvance.com. And now, here's Pam and Scott. Thanks, Chris. I'm Pam Harper, founding partner and CEO of Business Advancement Incorporated. And with me is my business partner and husband, Scott Harper. Hi, Pam. I am so happy to be here again with you today. And if this is your first time listening out there, the purpose of Growth Igniters Radio is to spark new insights, inspiration, and immediately useful ideas for leaders to take themselves and their companies to the next level of success. So, Pam, what's online for today? We're going to talk about why CEOs need to be engaged in cybersecurity. And this is such an important topic, given all the cybersecurity threats that are going on out there. In fact, you'll recall that in episode 20, Peter Gleason, the president of the National Association of Corporate Directors, called out cybersecurity as one of the top issues that corporate boards and CEOs need to address to ensure their company's safety and financial well-being. That's right. And NACD has published a blue ribbon panel a report on that very thing. That's right. But there are still so many misconceptions out there about cybersecurity and the role CEOs need to play. And that's why we're delighted to have Mahesh Machala with us today. Mahesh is founder and chairman of award-winning Datamotion Incorporated. Since 1999, Datamotion has provided secure data delivery technology, such as email and forms encryption, and has enabled organizations of all sizes to reduce the cost and the complexity of delivering electronic information to employees, customers, and partners in a secure and compliant way. In fact, millions of users worldwide rely on Datamotion to improve operational efficiencies and reduce costs, and all while mitigating security and compliance risk. Mm -hmm. Now, Mahesh has been a serial entrepreneur since 1975. And in addition to his role at Datamotion, he's an active angel investor. He is actively involved in professional organizations and is a member of a number of angel investor networks. Mahesh, welcome to Growth Igniters Radio. Thank you, Pam. Thank you, Scott. Thanks for giving me the opportunity. Well, it's our pleasure. So we want to start out talking a little bit first about you and Datamotion. Why did you start Datamotion? And what is the mission of your company today? Datamotion, I consider it as a constantly evolving company. It's a continuously startup company. We started in data security in 1999 based on the securing a lot of communication going on over the internet, which is basically an email encryption and email uh, security. But over the period, we have been continuously evolving into all sorts of uh, security for data exchange over the open internet that includes electronic forms, electronic file transfers, bulk mm -hmm. emails, marketing data, everything. And the last three years, we evolved our technology into healthcare IT, where 
under the new requirements of converting your health data into an electronic format security has become of a paramount importance because mm-hmm. of the electronic nature of the health information and now we are one of the leading provider in healthcare security for a lot of electronic health exchange so if you see that from one area to another area data motion has been constantly evolving and uh, covering more and more different fields different types of data transfer over the open internet mm-hmm. and providing compliance uh, under the large number of uh, regulations that are coming out for various type of data exchanges so that's in response mahesh to all the various si- types of cyber attacks uh, as the uh, yes uh, cyber attacks is constantly a threat uh, as you know the nature of our data has changed from being a hard copy data into an electronic format data has become a very very fluid it can be copied it can be distributed at a lightning speed the conversion of the data into electronic format has made the thieves very very efficient the increase in the cyber attacks has also become a pervasive uh, damage to the corporations because it is quite easy for these hackers to break into a lot of systems because they are all connected through an open internet so the basic requirement for companies for individuals is that the data that they have in electronic format should be in a f- stored in a manner that even if it is stolen or copied it cannot be used basically keep the data as encrypted mm-hmm. and protected by passwords and different formats and that is why this our type of technologies constantly keep evolving very good now one of the questions that we've gotten asked a number of times when we talk about cybersecurity is, okay, this is an IT thing, right? We don't think so. So what is your view about what the CEO, senior executives, and the board members, how should they be engaged in cybersecurity? Basically, yeah. fundamentally, if somebody says that this is an IT area, yes, it is an IT area, but the security part is not simply in IT. So, for example, sending an email and sending, say, my health record over an email is an IT act. But to make sure that when I send my health information over an email, I send it in an encrypted format is my awareness, is an education that the company is giving to the employees that, hey, if the data contains sensitive information, make sure it is encrypted and then you send it. Uh, encryption is again an IT part, email is again an RT, IT part, but the knowledge and the understanding that this is what a function you should do is where the policies, procedures, and execution of those policies becomes a corporate responsibility, a corporate requirement. So really, uh, in its essence, IT security or cybersecurity, information security, should be part of the culture of the company, and that does come from the top. 
that's exactly right yeah and that is why ceos and the board must be very much aware of it uh, why a ceo should be concerned about cyber security the simple answer would be because he's a ceo he should be concerned <laughs> but, <laughs> well yeah <laughs> it's the lifeblood it is just right. a, it's just the title that he got and with that title comes that fiduciary responsibility but yes a ceo needs to be aware about these things uh, but more importantly along with the ceo the entire board and the governance should be aware that the damage that a security breach can cause is something that you cannot foresee mm-hmm. it can yeah. be in millions of dollars it can sometime for small companies it can ruin the company it can close down the company big companies if it is home depot and target uh, or it is anthem or sony they can survive after the attack because of their own resources but small companies uh, the damages if they run into like half a million dollar 1 million dollar of cost the company can go bankrupt therefore ceos need to be very much aware what needs to be secured why it needs to be secured and how it has to be kept secure so that employees understand that part and they implement that part very easily Absolutely. We 100% agree with that. And we're going to take a quick break right now. And when we come back, we'll talk more with Mahesh Manchala, President and Chair of Datamotion, about company cybersecurity and the CEO's role in increasing cyber safety. Stay with us. You're listening to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. Brought to you by Business Advancement Incorporated on the web at businessadvance.com. We enable successful companies to accelerate to their next level of innovation and growth. And if you like what you're hearing today, spread the good word. Go to growthignitersradio.com, select episode 28, and use the share links for Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter at the top right of the page to tell your social media community all about us. Use hashtag growthigniters. This will help extend our reach to all of the people who can benefit from this series. Welcome back to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper, that's me, and Scott Harper. Scott and I are talking today with Mahesh Machala, who is founder and chairman of award-winning Datamotion about the growing importance of cybersecurity to companies of all types and sizes. Mahesh, how can people find out more about Datamotion and about you? Datamotion, please, uh, you can visit our website. That is a ton of information there. It is www.datamotion.com. And uh, in particular for the healthcare IT group, uh, people who are very much involved in protecting personal health information for themselves, for their uh, patients, please visit datamotionhealth.com. It is www.datamotionhealth, as one word, .com. Okay. Thank you very much. Now, you laid out in the first uh, segment some very compelling top and bottom line reasons why CEOs and boards need to become so involved in cybersecurity. 
Let's talk a little bit more about this. How do you determine a company's cybersecurity risk? The risk that a company is facing is generally, first of all, it is very much dependent on what the company is all about, what type of data they store. There's not a problem for a retail store that they may have credit card information about their customers. Uh, Hospitals will have patient information. A college, university has got the student educational records. These are considered highly classified and highly sensitive data about different individuals. So depending on the type of uh, data that a company's major data banks are having, the risk can be different. In order to understand what sort of a risk the company may face, the best bet would be for them to understand or use a well-reputed professional security assessment because it not only depends on what the data they have, but how the data is handled and communicated, how the data is managed internally, and while the data is being exchanged with outside partners, what are the means of uh, data exchange they've adopted. For example, if they've got secure mail, uh, they use a certain type of encryption Mm -hmm. or tokens, these are the important factors and what sort of policies and procedures they have in place to educate their employees on an ongoing basis for the new hires, for them to understand the risk involved in the data being handled by the company. And the best part is a continuous vigilance. It is the duty of CEO the chief information security officers and even for the board governance to make sure that the policies and procedures established are followed, review the logs of different activities on a regular basis. It can be weekly, monthly, quarterly, but it is required to understand and make sure that whatever has been put down on a piece of paper as a policies is actually being implemented. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's this right. is the biggest thing that you require. And on top of all of this thing, consider how to transfer your risk. And the basic, most fundamental tool of transferring your risk is having the cybersecurity insurance. Make sure that you have pro- you carry proper insurance, which is commensurate with the type of data and the risk involved with that data. And you carry cybersecurity so that's beyond certain limit, insurance kicks in and a lot of your monetary risk are transferred to the insurance companies so that you are not completely bankrupt by the damages that may happen sometime. Yes, you you make a good point. Now, just because a company hasn't had an incident, uh, sometimes we hear people say, well, we're safe because we haven't had an incident. What do you say to that? Uh, Well, uh, congratulations that you don't have any incidents, (laughs) no doubt about that, but uh, don't don't fall asleep on that point. Uh, It will be better that you understand that, yes, I did not have any breach, whether it is a luck. At the same time, I implemented these policies. The best tool will be uh, something would have gone wrong yesterday. 
but because we had taken these actions, it did not go wrong. If you come across such incidents, you know that your policies, your policies and procedures and your processes are safe. Right. But it requires a continuous monitoring. Just because you don't have an incidence is not a reason to be relaxed about it. Keep your vigilance on your policies and processes. Uh, that just sounds very prudent. Uh, just a couple of days ago, Pam and I were talking to a CEO who said, uh, I'm paraphrasing, you know, we're a small company, we're, we're little, uh, we're not a big high profile target or whatnot. So you know, we're probably not a very at a very high risk of a cyber attack. Well, what do you say to that? Well, I don't know what type of business they are in, but... Uh, uh, Healthcare. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> the gentleman should not sleep. Yeah, he, he should not sleep over it that it is a small company. The problem with the healthcare, yes, uh, is uh, what can go wrong, and then the various federal as well as state and local regulations which they have to implement. Uh, just the process of breach notification requirement and the consumer risk mitigation requirements under the law are so burdensome that uh, the cost can go very bad. And the particular reason is that you are small. Maybe your revenue is $5 million and you are making $1 million of profit. If you get a half a million dollar of security breach expense, it can imbalance your finances significantly mm -hmm. so yes yeah that amount will be small uh, the amount for target was just the breach notification and the remedial action the monetary cost was 147 million dollars oh uh, but the loss of business could have been another couple of hundred million dollars mm. target can bear that cost but if a small company which is a revenue of three or five million dollars or two million dollars and has to come out with a quarter million dollar in uh, legal fees mm -hmm. and litigation cost, I believe that the company can uh, go bankrupt or can have serious financial troubles going forward. The biggest problem will be the small companies can be discarded very quickly so he can lose his customers very fast. Mm -hmm. Now so they think they're off. They think they're off the radar. Is what it is, Mahesh. They think that because they're small, no one's going to notice them. Uh, that is that is uh, definitely a, a good point. Yes, the people will not be noticing them for that particular reason. But at the same time, disgruntled employees, and there are there are there are a lot of internal uh, reasons why certain breaches happen. All the breaches are not cyber attacks from Eastern Bloc countries or from outside of USA. There are a lot of cyber attacks and other types of attacks which happen here locally. And as it, I think somewhere I read it's as much as one third to half of the small company attacks are by their past employees or disgruntled employees or uh, a partner or somebody who wants to take a revenge on the company. 
uh, and that that's a very big fact uh, one of the New York State report that I had uh, somewhere stated the small companies cost are increasing significantly and uh, another report said that nowadays average cost of a breach is has increased from 5.2 million dollars to 6.35 million dollars per breach incidence. This average cost, so it takes a target on one end and it takes this small company on the other end and averages it out, but it can be a significant cost and we we need to be very much uh, aware of it. If something does go wrong, what are your options? Right. Uh, the small and the smaller the company, please keep a better insurance so that financially you don't get ruined. Yeah, so the risk may be smaller from outside attack, but the the impact could be so huge that it just makes sense to be more uh, alert and button up the door, right? Absolutely. So what this really does is if anybody who's listening had any doubts about whether they could be susceptible, uh, I think you've made it pretty clear there are some big top and bottom line impacts to this. That's exactly right. We're going to take another quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk more with Mahesh Machala about three things you can do starting now to evaluate and boost your company's cybersecurity. Stay with us. Is listening to Growth Igniter's radio providing you with new insights, inspiration, and useful ideas that you can use to take your company to its next level of success? Well, if so, imagine how much more you and your company could get from a highly customized in-person Growth Igniter's event as part of your next company offsite. Go to growthignitersradio.com, click Contact Us at the bottom of the page, and we'll get back to you as soon as we can to discuss how we might best help you achieve your most important goals. Welcome back to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. Over the last two segments, Scott and I have been talking with Mahesh Machala, founder and chairman of award-winning Datamotion, about the growing importance of cybersecurity to companies of all types and sizes. Mahesh, can you tell us again how people can find out more about Datamotion and about you? Uh, for Datamotion, you will get a lot of information and white paper about the requirement of security and implementation of security on our website uh, www.datamotionhealth.com and www.datamotion.com Okay, so over the last two segments we've been learning a lot about the top and bottom line impact of cybersecurity. Can you tell us about a few of the key elements of a strong cybersecurity strategy? I would emphasize on three main points. One is uh, preparedness, which includes uh, having the policies in place, having the employees fully aware of the policies and educate them how to use those policies and what it means. That is the first part. Second part is have a emergency response team uh, 
Uh, again, this depends on your type of business and the size of your business, but in healthcare, in education, in financial institutions, uh, these things are very, very critical. And you need to know when some breach does happen, how to respond to the breach and who is responsible for that breach response. Uh, this is what we call emergency response team. And mm -hmm. third, most importantly, for your financial protection, please be prepared with a good and detailed policy for cyber insurance coverage. Now, you mentioned this earlier, but I think it really bears uh, repeating, Mahesh, that although a lot of these technical issues are IT-centric, the CEO and, and the board and the executive team really has a role in building this kind of compliance into the culture, that people don't see it as, well, that's somebody else's responsibility. It's really our responsibility. Yes, that is correct. Uh, this is particularly for certain areas of the industry, as uh, we mentioned, healthcare, education, finance. These are the areas where the risks are high. Uh, it is a cooperative combined effort right from the top uh, till the like significant IT systems and IT systems management groups. The board needs to be aware. Board need not take the stand that we are not vulnerable or we never had an incidence and therefore the demands that these IT guys are making are unnecessary. Try to understand what the IT guy is telling because the technologies are evolving continuously and what you installed or what you implemented three years back might have been obsolete by now and you need to replace it. It's um, cost of doing business and therefore the board has to be aware of what are the implications of all systems how to continuously improvise on what is done and secondly in response the board must ask those IT teams and the chief information security officer hey tell us what you have done show us some of the logs shows the activities and shows actual reports to see that what we spend money on is working it is being implemented and that we have a reasonable protection nothing is absolute but we have a reasonable protection in case something does go wrong that we are prepared to face the music Absolutely. So, Mahesh, these are all fabulous uh, ideas and things that people can really do as soon as they get off of uh, this episode. Do you have any last thoughts uh, as far as what CEOs need to do to mitigate their company's cyber risk? Be prepared and be vigilant. You do not have to overreact to anything. You do not have to give it an unnecessarily high importance. But it is a requirement that should be duly considered and properly implemented with the team and take the team with you. The team can guide you and you can lead the team. So try to do it as a teamwork and be very, very vigilant about it. Okay. Thanks again for being our guest today on Growth Igniters Radio. 
It has been a pleasure, Pam and Scott. I really appreciate the opportunity. Please feel free to contact Data Motion if you need any more information. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, Mahesh. And thanks to you out there for listening to Growth Igniters Radio with Pam Harper and Scott Harper. And to check out resources related to today's conversation, share on social media, find out about upcoming episodes, or open a conversation with us, go to growthignitersradio.com and select episode 28. Until next time, this is Pam Harper and Scott Harper wishing you continued success and leaving you with this question to discuss with your team. Are we doing enough to secure our digital assets and communications against malicious attack? How do we know? Growth Igniters and Growth Igniters Radio are service marks of Business Advancement Incorporated. All Growth Igniters Radio episodes are copyrighted productions of Business Advancement Incorporated, intended for the private use of our audience. Except as otherwise provided by copyright law, all other uses, including copying, editing, redistribution, and publication without prior written consent of Business Advancement Incorporated, are prohibited. All rights reserved.